Welcome everyone to Uppy and Stash. I'm your host, Uppy. Uh, with me is Beardo. Beardo, how are you? How's your backyard? Fantastic. Um, it's a beautiful night out here. Um, so it's a nice place to record for the evening. Sweet. And I don't hear that cricket anymore, so we're doing good. Fantastic. Uh, Mrs. Uppy is back. Mrs. Uppy, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Perfect. No you know, she she's how long it's been. The, there's no more hey all you cool cats and kids like the whole tiger king thing <laughs> oh, that's over. you know uh, if she gets if she gets a few more inches closer to you we could actually see her face then he probably smells the, though right joining us from a very secret undisclosed location in southern california we have dodger dodger how are you I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be home. You know, the homeland. I, I just, I'm, I'm a different person. I'm buzzing right now. I hear you. I, I change the second I step foot back in Pennsylvania every time. So I understand exactly what you just said. The air is different. You know what I mean? What brings different. you back to California? Just hanging out. Just hanging out. I don't, I don't have anything planned. I'm golfing tomorrow morning. That's about the only thing we, we got planned while we're here. I'm just... Literally just hanging out. Beach. A couple of the beaches are open. Things are slowly opening here, so it was a well-timed mm-hmm. thing for sure. <clears throat> so we get to, we went out to dinner earlier tonight. It was awesome. Um, yeah, it's just right just on. hanging out pretty much. Nice. Did you see any celebrities? I so I went to. Uh, no, I didn't. I I just <laughs> I just uh, we we, came, we got to the hotel. We hung out here for a while. We went to dinner and came right back. We've been two places, and one of them is in a you know a hotel with triple locked doors because I don't want anyone coming in here bothering me. Well, Mrs. Eppy giggled, but that was so. We got some special bonus content coming out later this week, and that's basically what Dodger and I spoke about last night was what celebrities him and Mrs. Dodger has run into in LA. So so stick around later this week. You'll you'll know exactly why I brought that up. But uh starting with you, Dodger, uh what do you uh what's your drink tonight? No, oh, here we go. All right, this is a Chimay Pérez Trappist. It's a it's a it's a Belgian beer. Um nine percent alcohol by volume. It looked like it was like the most badass looking bottle I could find and it uh it was from a corner store. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't really find 9% alcohol by volume uh, beers at corner stores. So I was like, you know what? I'll try this. And, and like I said earlier, I, I love those uh, those European beers, mm-hmm. German, Belgian, you know. Well, I, I I have to – I'm sorry. I'm going to call you out. How does that compare to the white claw on your other hand? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Uh, um, <laughs> well, see, this this was nine bu- – or this was like 11 bucks for this. Yeah. And these were uh, eleven bucks for twelve, and, and my and my yeah, <laughs> Mrs. Happy. Dodger wanted some <laughs> wanted some uh, white claws. I was trying to hide it for a while. Too, I'm not gonna lie. The video doesn't. Lie. No. <laughs> I know. No worries. It's, it's totally fine. If, if Shakira could do it all over again, she'd say the video doesn't lie. Oh yeah. Uh, she would. Oh dear. It's all right. Yep. Uppy likes likes to give people <laughs> shit for what they drink. Uh, what speaking, what's my drink of choice, Uppy? Um, Mike's Farm Lemonade. <laughs> oh, I do Jesus. love a good Mike's. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember like, what it was when we, we were actually adults for a minute and we, we lived on the same street. I, 
I want to say you started out that path. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what Red are you drinking? Apple ale. That's not bad either. I'll drink that too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so tonight I'm drinking um, Wild Little Thing by Sierra Nevada. Mm. And is that the sour version of Hazy Little Thing? IPA? It is. It is the sour version. It's strawberry, guava, something else. It's actually pink uh, when you pour it out. It's pink. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Um, and it's a lower alcohol content than what I usually go with. Um, it's only 5%. And that's because last night I stayed at my in-law's cabin but I didn't want to have to wake up and make the bed. Mm-hmm. So I slept on the couch. <laughs> and so today I have a pounding headache and I feel like I'm going to die. But I still wanted to drink. So I went with something a little bit lighter than usual. There's only I, one kid drink through it. Well, uh, I did pick up another therapist because mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it last week. And I'm like, if this goes away by the evening going to be therapist but no you're getting there just wait by the end of this podcast you'll be ready uh mrs happy what are you drinking so i i recently came across this um really good um i don't normally drink vodka but i came across this really good um lemon vodka made by deep eddie never heard of that before but um, it's something like um, 70 proof. Or 70 proof. Yeah. yeah. So it's super strong. I like to um, mix it with um, lemonade and a little bit of club soda. It's fucking fantastic. And whoo, it's delicious. Sounds delicious. That's what I'm drinking. So I, um, I'm double fisting it again. So on one hand, I have my uppie in the stash glass of margarita. And in the other, um, hold the presses, I'm actually drinking something from Morgan Territory and Tracy. Yes. Oh, okay. As much as I've criticized them in the past. I am drinking uh, a gift from my friend Beard out here. Yep. Uh, Time Hazy IPA. Okay. Um, if I put it on scale one to five, I'd probably put about three and a quarter, maybe three and a half. Um, yeah. As always, this margarita is about a seven out of five. Yeah, no, that, that Moon Time's really, really solid. I think it's my favorite thing they make. So I'm finally happy with something from Morgan Territory. I still think finally. Midnight Sea is their best, but Moon Time's good. See, I would flip them. I like Midnight Sea, which is weird because I generally don't like those coffee beers. But mm. Midnight Sea is really good. Um, but Moon Time, I really liked from the first sip. I really, really liked it. Hmm. So funny enough, and you know this because you have proof. The first half a can, I hated. Yeah, it took me getting to about the end to be like, okay, my taste buds have adjusted. I'm okay with this now. So. <laughs> That's where I'm at. What did you not like about it in the first half? It could have been because I was drinking something completely different to start, no. so my palate had to adjust to it. And it still has a little bit of that Morgan Territory funk to it. Yeah. Um, but it's a more enjoyable funk. True. So. Absolutely true. All right. So we are here minus stash again. 
unfortunately. I reached out to him earlier. Um, still busy as all hell. So busy, in fact, that last night he said he would call me in five minutes and <laughs> never did. That's how busy the poor guy is. So hopefully we'll have him back soon. Um, I'll let him know we miss him and all that, all those pleasantries. But we are back again to do another show in the office. We had such a great time last week, regardless of how many people did or did not listen to it. And so I want to start off with asking you, Beardo, did you finish the series this week? Or uh, still- no, I got close. I'm in season eight now. Okay, so um, so judging from our last conversation, I've seen all of the really best stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I think I'm fairly prepared for a conversation tonight. Perfect. Uh-huh. So my my yeah. first question is: now that you've seen about three additional seasons from a week ago, yeah, does your favorite moment from last week still stand, or do you have a new favorite? Um. No, I think it still stands. Hmm. Um, however, the the episode when Michael leaves is also a pretty great episode as hmm. well. Um, how about guess, how about the part where he proposes to Holly? That was pretty fantastic. It right? was pretty fantastic. Tugs yeah. at the hard strings that episode, mm, right? Yeah. You can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get a little teary every time I see it. Marry me, will you yeah. be? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And yeah. the best part, and they break the tension in the best way possible. And everyone's all excited, like, "Oh, we're moving to we're moving to Colorado." And then Kevin's like, "All, all of us." us? <laughs> <laughs> so he went away to break the tension, but man, yeah. so that's one of the few moments that every time I see it, I have to say, "I'm not crying, you're crying." And then yeah, I look over, and Mrs. Uppy is also crying. So, mm-hmm. so we're yeah. good. Um, yep. So I wanted, uh, again, we're just having general conversation again. We're going to keep coming back to the office from time to time. We're going to do it in a more structured way because as Dodger and I discussed off air um, recently, there's an infinite amount of possibilities to do (laughs) in rank. Uh, Miss Eppie had ideas like, hey, what's your all-time favorite prank? Like, There's so many things you can do. But I thought we could start off with also last week we did – Favorite moments, but I thought we could also do other moments in which we enjoyed. And one thing I took notes this week when I'm watching it. One of my favorite ones is uh, I don't even know what season it is, but it's one Charles Meyer gets introduced to us when uh, the Michael Scott Paper Company is starting. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and when Charles Miner's in, introduced to us, Jim Halpert, you know, is wearing his tuxedo. To, poke fun at Dwight. He's pranking Dwight in this whole thing. <laughs> Not classy enough. Not classy. <laughs> Day classe. Um, and Michael puts Jim on the thing. Is like, on the spot, I said, oh, no, we got great ideas. Tell him, Jim. And Jim's like, sheepishly, like, embarrassed. He's like, two-way petting zoo. Tells <laughs> him, I was like, what's a two-way petting zoo? And he's like, you pet the animals and they pet you back. <laughs> Gets me every time. Gets me every time. So yeah, that's. that's I'm gonna let that be the door to open it up to anyone else who wants to share other good moments. Maybe not their favorite ones that they love. There's so many. I mean, we dropped so many good ones last night when we were just chatting. Um, I 
God, there's so many. It's like, you, you know, that situation where you have so many possible things you can say, you can't think of one. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is right now. I mean, it's there's like so when, many great ones. It's kind of like when Ryan pretended to be like the greatest Smokey Robinson fan and Pam calls him out on it. <laughs> What's your favorite song? He could only name one. It's like, they're pushing him. Like, you know, they're antagonizing him a little bit. He's like, they're all great. I can't choose this one. Like, you know, he's faking, but, you know, they're also great. You just can't I get it. So <laughs> I have two good ones that we talked about last night that <clears throat> it's just line after line of just pure comedy. Obviously, one that's a pretty common answer is um, when they have the, the health seminar with the dummy. You know what I mean? And it, and it, it yes. starts with Kevin <laughs> doing, doing the, uh, the the chest palpitations or the chest whatever you call that. And, uh, and, and no, it's better when he starts. I was like, God. first I was afraid, I was petrified. Yeah. <laughs> and, but but Kevin goes call it and gives up, and then it and then it goes to uh, to Michael, and then it gets into the first I was afraid <laughs> and they break out in the song and the instructor is like what the hell is going on right now and then it goes to 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 Dwight or it goes to uh, uh, Michael going back and forth with Kevin he's like, like no legs and no arms is basically how you exist right now and um, <laughs> the instructor's like uh, well now he now he died because nobody bothered to to call the um to call, to call to call an ambulance, and uh, they're like, "Okay, check his wallet, see if he's an organ donor." And Creed's like, "I che- I check." He already checked his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then- uh, he goes, "Yeah, like that that entire scene right there is just pure gold." I mean. Go ahead. I mean, it, that's a good moment. I think that's that's like the most common like gold tv like mm-hmm. we forgot minutes. the part at the end where dwight has like the, the yeah he puts the, 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 the face on, on his face. face yeah exactly like it leads up to that and that's just so good and then it and then it continues <laughs> i said last night it continues on to uh when they're when they're in david wallace's office and um and uh, he's like did you really have to stab the dummy 50 or he's like 3500 dollars we're gonna have to pay for that dummy and michael scott's like Fifty three hundred or five thousand three hundred dollars, and they, David Wallace looks at him like, "Are you fucking like, are you are you kidding me?" Like that that whole episode is classic. Oh, I I got my other one. It's um it's when Holly and Michael forget to lock the office, and um yeah, and they have the the uh, the um no, I'm sorry, blanking on the what'd you say? Crime aid. The crime aid, crime aid, yes, exactly. And uh, the, whatever the first item is, I always forget what it is. And uh, Michael's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. so old. Oh, the, the yoga. I think it's the It was yoga. yoga. That's yeah. what it was. And Michael buys it. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. so old. And he bangs the thing on the, on the, uh, on, on the, the, the podium. Um, yeah, on the podium. And it squeaks. And he's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> Bangs when you squeak it. That's what she said. Like, I, like just those couple of lines. I, I, it'll have me rolling, laughing. Couple good, couple good moments right there. My, my other one that I wrote a note down for. 
I'm sorry, I had a couple. I'm going to say one more. I'm going to let Beardo jump in or Mrs. Sure. Epi if she wants to. Um, when D'Angelo, sorry, D'Angelo Vickers um, is the manager for that short period of time. A.K.A. Will Farrell. A.K.A. Will Farrell. Someone, uh, if you listen to our bonus content, one of the people on this podcast has met. Um, <laughs> he does this fake inspirational juggling routine. <laughs> And the best part is they, after he's done this fake routine, they cut to the break room and Pam's like mocking him. Oh, look, I'm juggling chainsaws and bowling balls or whatever it is. Look, one hand. And then she does no hands and she keeps the eyes like <laughs> the acting that she did in that brief moment. Like it gets a giggle out of us like every time can't explain it obviously it didn't result in belly laughs from all of us but every time i see that one where like she has her hands behind her back and she keeps Look, looking no up like, every time every time yep. i thought d'angelo vickers was so good i i, I bag on the uh on those later episodes, but those, those three episodes that he's in is so good. Like, uh, Jim's like, Jim's like, yeah, uh, can we go talk in your office or you got a minute? He's like a minute. I got plenty. This job's a complete joke. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Ms. Zeppi, you got a moment? Did I steal them all? Beardo? Yeah, I'm drawing a blank right now. Oh, you, 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 you named some bangers. Yeah, well, one of my favorite I just saw a couple days ago was in season seven. It was in the Christmas episode. And it's when Dwight is getting back at Jim. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it with the snowball fight. And he's ambushing him oh, everywhere. God. And the first little bit where he, like, pelts him with snowballs outside and then jumps on top of him and gives him a bloody nose. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on here? And then I just keep watching it and he's ambushing them all over the office with snowballs. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the day, Jim's just afraid to go outside. And I'm like, look at this. Dwight is finally getting Jim back for all <laughs> of the shit that Jim has pulled on him. And Jim is just deathly afraid to go outside. Oh, he tries he's to call it truth. Stressed. Truth yeah. Tries yeah. to call the truce, and Dwight's like, nope, not happening. And then he goes outside, and there's all the snowmen in the parking lot, and Jim just starts slashing away at them all. And Dwight's just on the roof watching and enjoying it. And I'm like, that's a good episode. Yeah, it so is. I and, love and better, that. Better yet, in, in that episode, when because uh, he does jump on him, he gives him a bloody nose, and you're like, Jesus Christ. Like That's like, mm-hmm. as a viewer, knowing like, you know, people in the office didn't really see that part jim comes back in and fires one and misses him and breaks the window and everyone's like jim what the hell like he was the one that was over right the top. yep and then to top it off holly's like last time i were here you guys were best friends and i was like you were never best friends nope not even close <laughs> i i'm so gonna I- jump in and give bye mrs Uppy some more time this one also came up when I was watching this week. And it's a small moment, but it cracks me up every time as well. I, I forget what season, what episode it is, but Dwight standing in front of everyone in the conference room saying who has had sexual relations in the office. <laughs> and he names just about every, names, like pretty much everybody. He's like, as have who, you know, whatever. It just keeps saying as has, as has, as has. 
then he stops and Kevin without missing a beat says as has Kevin and then this goes back to last week when um, Dodger was like <laughs> Angela is one of the funniest people Angela without miss, she doesn't pause either she was like with who and Kevin goes she goes to a different school <laughs> 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 alright sweet Kevin is still stuck in grade school you know <laughs> They established the uh, the the room where couples can go to to right. have sex, and uh, and he's like, and Dwight's like, wait, wait, um, closet closet rules on masturbation, and uh, and Michael's like, I don't know, pro, it. <laughs> he goes pro, because <laughs> that was the episode I, where I have... Gabe is like giving him a hard time about PDA, right? Is that how it starts? Yeah. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they said, oh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll have three closets, one for each face, no home runs. And then the masturbation thing comes up, and I was like, yeah. And I think someone cheered it, right? Was it Dwight who cheered masturbation? Yes, it was Dwight. He goes, yes. <laughs> um, uh, God, in that in that episode when they um, when they're like when like um, Michael and and Holly walk up to each other and they're like, oh, I can't touch you. I can't touch oh, you. And they're like doing this. And then they're like, uh, Austria's like, this is even worse than it was before. And Kevin's like, yeah, this is hot. <laughs> see, see, that was so awkward. This is, <laughs> this is why there are so many moments where we can just do an entire office podcast. Like not even a piece of stash, like do the office, whatever. Cause you can do like a top five Kevin moments. Cause that reminded me of when they're in their break room talking about how, Oh man, I'm so happy for Michael and Holly, but this is too much. Like Kevin's like, <laughs> he starts to speak, and, and Dodger's laughing because he knows where I'm going already. Kevin's like, "Can I finish? Can I finish?" I like watching them because it makes me horny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that is just that. That episode is gold. And everyone's like, but again, so happy for them. But then uh, Angela's like, yeah, but the PDA, again, so happy that they're together. It's so awesome. <laughs> and Daryl's like, yeah, I just can't do it with the hugging and the kissing. But, again, couldn't be happier for them. Like, everyone keeps going back and doubling down on themselves. Um, I don't know if Mrs. Eppie thought of one yet, but I, I did think of a good subject. Um, yeah, go for it. When we're ready, maybe to buy some time. Um, cringiest moment. Cringiest episode, cringiest moment. There's, there's a lot, and we talked about a couple there last night. But there's I think one that's just cringeworthy. I think it has to be Scott's thoughts. Oh my god, that's that's oh mine. I just saw that above. one the other day. Like, oh I, man, my god. face is like in cringe. I'm like, yeah, and I'm saying like that's an times, that's like, an that's that's an episode I skip. I cannot watch that. I feel so bad. Yeah. I'm just like, oh god, this gives me the creeps. What you mean? Yeah. Make a dream come true. What uh, Uppy? Last night you said which one do you think is worse? You said that one or another one. Do you remember what that other one was? Uh, dinner and a party. Yes, that's a great episode, though. That's but I want to remember because I was going to ask what favorite episode was, and I, I think dinner and party's up there. It's not as cringeworthy as Scott's tots. But the entire episode of Dinner Party was just Gold. cringeworthy. Gold. Where there's been like more cringier moments, but the entire episode of the Dinner Party was just like, oh my fucking god, what is going on? Well, so the fun part, because 
I remember an article showed up on Yahoo or something, the 10th anniversary of its airing. So they did an article. They reached out to the writers and Craig Daniels, the creator of the show, about what went into that show. And long story short, they mentioned how when you write a script, you know, it's not like they write it and they shoot it. It's got to be approved by the network, by the sponsors, what have you. And the script went to the sponsors, and they said that basically every script ever, the sponsors had some sort of edit request, you know, because they're, they're paying for advertising. They need to approve the message, just like when Chili's was ever used in the show, Chili's had to approve of the script. Well, they said basically there was an edit every time the script went out, but this one time they get the script back from the sponsor, and the sponsor... <laughs> Their only comment was, this was really dark. And they're like, yeah. And then instead of saying anything else, they're like, it's really dark. And so there was no edits. And it's just, like I said, beginning to end, just like the second Jim and Pam show up to Michael and uh, oh, Jan's house, their condo, it's, it's, just, it's just this building crescendo. And it's just amazing. He's and dipping his steak and his wine because he thinks she's poisoning him. <laughs> Can you not do that? It's disgusting. You know how to soften them. Oops. <laughs> I was just, yeah. I thought of another good moment. <clears throat> okay. I'd add a lot of time to share. Um, when uh, the episode, um, what are they, what are they called? The Company Picnic. Company Picnic is such a good episode. I mean, it starts with... Uh, he eats an entire chicken pot pie, and uh, they, they they turn all the clocks forward to 5 p.m., <laughs> and he falls asleep, and they, and, they, and they trick him into thinking that it's 5, and Dwight's like, I usually wouldn't be okay with this, but I have to see a horse doctor. Uh, I don't, how he became a doctor, I don't know. And he's like, all giggly and smiling, then he just goes straight-faced, and he's like, he's like, no, it's just your regular doctor that shoots your horse when he breaks his ankle. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I just watched that one this week. I was like, yeah. the fact that he went from no, making a joke to just stone cold serious, like that was amazing acting on Rain Wilson's part in that moment, yeah. for sure. Gold. Well, I had Gold. another small moment written down, and this is very, very, very small moment. <clears throat> and again, it showed up in one of the episodes I watched this week when. Uh, Michael is dating Pam's mom and <laughs> and you know and this is right after this is the very same episode where Pam and Jim come back from their honeymoon they're having a conference meeting and Pam's like obviously not happy she's not in a good headspace and she's like he's sleeping with my mother and then Dwight's just like I don't think there was a whole lot of sleeping going on. <laughs> yeah. It's very obvious at this point, my humor is one that relies on good, witty one-liners because that's what I'm drawn to. <laughs> I giggle like a little schoolgirl every time that lion said, like, I don't know how many times we've seen that episode, but I giggle every time he says that. So. Yeah, um, <clears throat> um, no? I think... Uh, I, th I think in that episode or in that scene as well, just another, just another quick quote that just gets me every time. Um, 
Pam's like, how would you like if he was if he was dating your mother? And everyone like the room erupts and they're like, whoa, that's his mother you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and then she goes to Oscar's desk, and Oscar's oh. like, I think you're overreacting a little bit. Your mother's don't have to make her own decisions. And Pam tells Oscar, um, well, how would you feel if he was sleeping with your mom? And he's like, my mom's in the wheelchair. And she starts to say, well, he still could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, cring- yeah. <laughs> that's cringy. That's cringy, too. That's a cringy moment right there. Well, I thought it was pretty fucked up of Oscar because he was one of the first people to be like, whoa, that's a little far there, Michael, you know? You no and then all of, of a sudden yeah. he's telling Pam, like, mm, you're overreacting here. Well, I think he changed his tune when Michael's like, hey, what's so wrong about me? I forget Oscar's line, but I think that's when he started the reversed course. Is that that moment? But so, Beardo, to this point, uh, can you pinpoint a favorite episode? Um, I don't think I can. Um, and here's the problem. I feel like... I mean, I am the newcomer to this series. I feel like I'm in a conversation with a bunch of experts. <laughs> and I am cramming for a final. That's what I feel like. <laughs> um, so a lot of things are still kind of a blur. And I'm looking forward to going through the the series a second time. And so um, favorite episode, I don't think I have yet decided on a favorite episode um but i am really enjoying it i can say that i have to say we really blew our chance because we have three quote-unquote experts here um you're new to it we should have just like had you start from day one and just had recorded your perspective each new episode with our perspectives of having seen everything like a hundred times like yeah Hindsight is twenty twenty. For sure. Your perspective changes, I think, every time you watch an episode because, you know, I've seen it so many times. And it, it also depends on, like, the – I also I also feel like it depends on, like, the mental state that I'm in because there's been times where I'm like, man, Jim is a fucking bully. Like, and then other times I'm like, man, he's hilarious. <laughs> so I think it also depends on, you know, how you're feeling at the time, how you're going to perceive um, the different characters of the show. So I yeah. think every time you watch it, you're going to see something different and you're going to pick up on something different. And, you know, you're going to see something that you missed the previous time. And I think that's why people still continuously watch the show. Yeah. Yeah, I do have to say, though, that Getting from season five to season beginning of season eight this week, um, I got to watch more of the Andy and Aaron relationship mm-hmm. pan out. And mm-hmm. I've been a big fan of Aaron the whole time she was on the show. Um, I really like the actress who plays her, um, Ellie Kemper. I really like her. Um, that That is one of the texts you sent me this week. I mm-hmm. really like Ellie Kemper. I do. And <laughs> I think she's fantastic in the show. Um, but I liked Andy better when he was at the Stamford branch because he felt like he was more of a big badass. Mm-hmm. Like he was like the big guy at that branch, it felt like. And then he comes over 
I, I feel like and he's a complete goober, right? Uh-huh. I think he was just right? so much of a tool at both places. Oh, I yeah. I didn't really see that a whole mm-hmm. lot when he was at Stanford. Oh, he was very much of a kiss-ass and, like, over-the-top. Like, he was such an you A-B tool. type. I'm going to kill you for real. Like. Yep. <laughs> well, but he also kind of started yeah. out as yeah, he's, he's, that kiss-ass okay, to get to like the top. A, and then he just kind of turned into a big goofball after that. So, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm a little disappointed in his character arc, I think. But I really like it when the two of them get together. And then I do. That, Go ahead. In that season where they, um, at the end of one season when they're like, madly in love with each other and at the party he's announcing how much he loves her and then you come back at the beginning of the next season and they're not together and she's with someone else i'm like what the hell happened did i miss something did i miss an episode um and i was rooting for for andy to get her back the whole time because i was watching and i'm like you know i feel like they're the new jim and pam i want their arc to kind of go the same way but it doesn't feel like it goes that way. Hmm. Hmm. I I don't know. I haven't really looked at the, like the correlation, but I think that they kind of messed with Andy's character that had to do with his um, recording of his movies that he was also doing. Cause I think he was doing the hangover movies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, like, they had to account for his lapses of, you know, his long absences that he was going to have from the the show, which I think is why he was away on a boat and, you know, those other things. I don't know for sure. But I think that played a part in their relationship. Because if he didn't didn't have to leave, then, excuse me, then they could have continued their relationship in a normal fashion, I think. Yeah. So I think it just got really stupid because of that, you know, his other obligations. I don't know. I I don't want to ruin anything from Beardo, but I do think uh, I, I do think uh, Aaron and Plop made a better couple than Aaron and Andy did. I don't want to ruin season nine for you, Beardo, but there you have it. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> well, you, admittedly, you say you skipped season nine, so yeah, you, you want to know who Plop is. Yeah, you should it's like watch I've, it. I've seen it though; like I've seen it a few times, and I just maybe it's like uh, it's um, oh God, I can't. I, I'm sorry, I'm completely blanking on it. It's English right now. It's selective memory, I think, is what it is. I, you so, know, I remember the parts that I like, and I forget the parts that I don't. <laughs> So, Beardo, you skipped season nine? Is that? No. no. Dodger, Dodger, okay. Dodger lives within the world of season two That's and season right. seven. Yeah, he did say he, yep. yeah, so he did see it. So, yeah, um, I think once Beardo sees season nine, um, it might change. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll, I'll watch it this week. Or I'll, you know, I'll watch it over the next, you know, whenever I'm watching the office and I'll pay attention to it. I'll give it a chance. There were some good moments in season nine, yeah. I think. It wasn't the greatest, but... Yeah. I, I, yeah, because I, I think we've established season, season five is probably the sweet spot 
where where Beardo was last week was last week, yeah. um, that was like the heyday. The heyday, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was <laughs> gonna say I can't pick a favorite episode, but a favorite favorite the favorite episode is in season five, and season five is my favorite favorite time of the office for sure. Mm-hmm. The twenty eight episodes like that was there mm-hmm. was so there were so many good episodes in that season. Yeah. Yeah. They earn their money for sure. <laughs> and, you know, and the other thing is like nowadays, I don't think that, I mean, other than political consciousness aside, because we mentioned how last week um, Steve Crow said, I can never be Michael Scott because this day and age, that person cannot exist in this realm. But they did not have a good season one numbers wise. And they really didn't have a good season two numbers wise, but what really saved their butt was technology. And at the time of season two is when Apple launched its services and people weren't necessarily watching so much on Tuesday night or whatever night it came on, but people were downloading it on iTunes or whatever. And that's kind of what saved them. Like mm. nowadays you have a short leash. I mean, I couldn't tell you how many times that Mrs. Eppy and I have, falling in love with the show just to be heartbroken that didn't get renewed for a second season like yeah oh yeah nowadays you have a terrible season and a half you get cut off like even a half a season you can be cut that's uh that's that's a really really good point that's interesting I, I, i had never even thought of that or heard that at all like yeah there's so many good shows that you know you know family guy when it like it's first i think two seasons it was uh it might have been like I think it might have lasted like a half of the season, like six episodes or something like that, and it got dropped by its by its um, by its uh, network, and it was a small network at the time. And then someone at mm-hmm. NBC was like, "This is gold. This is absolute gold." And then they went on, and, and they're still making shows, and like that's going to be like yeah. a Simpsons. Yeah, oh, Fox, Fox all right, people right. all picked them up. Of all people, Fox, yeah. And then I yeah, think Fox picked up every other Seth MacFarlane show and made him uber rich. But yeah, yeah. I feel like I had a hard time getting off the ground, but like like you said, they got cut early, but they became such a cult classic that someone was forced to bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a great show too. Cue it. Uh, Uppy and Stash, Family Guy series one through 28 right <laughs> so now you're yeah. gonna make me marathon watch another series you have the whole summer so don't you complain to me i mean true uh, my sorry ass is going back to work in two days <laughs> oh man yeah i can't i can't even imagine that right now i know right my sorry ass has been that. working well, I have yeah. no idea when I'm going to go back to work. I don't think we're going to start school back up in August. I think it's going to be much later than that. Our oh. district says they're definitely doing it in, what, they're definitely starting in August? Yeah, but how is the question? But they're trying to decide how they're going to do um, it. Which is, I think, everyone's question. How are we doing yeah. this thing? Yeah. <laughs> kids, no kids, half the kids. Half well, and Who the fuck knows? And between now and August is a lot of time. Mm-hmm, a lot of different sure. things could happen. So, so Miss yeah. Abby, Miss Abby, did you come up with something? Some moments? 
Some just general moments. Just general moments. Um. Well, I was. It could I was be trying a, good, to... a good line. Yeah. Good line. Um. I mean, some of my favorite lines are stupid, but <clears throat> um. I mean, when Michael is on the roof and he's oh, what is it? The suicide? What was it? The suicide? Oh thing and he's going to jump and he's like Dwight you ignorant slut and (laughs) (laughs) you know it makes me want to call everybody an ignorant slut because it's it's funny (laughs) just do it go for it Uh, nowadays you can't get away with the same stuff (laughs) basically anyone on the right side of politics right now you ignorant slut right So go ahead. I was gonna say let's talk about um Phyllis's wedding because there was a lot of awkward moments in that episode. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Um from her kind of stealing Pam and Roy's um everything <laughs> for their wedding to Michael being a complete idiot because he thought he should have been a bigger part of the wedding. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot going on in that episode. That was like a throwback to season one. That was like they made Michael seem like a like a like an idiot again, right? Yeah, where so. he's like bumbling the wheelchair down the aisle because he decides to get up and you know walk her down mm-hmm. the aisle, and Michael decides to make it about himself because he's so ticked off that he can't oh, push her God, down, yeah. push him down the aisle. Yep. <laughs> I could. There's also a couple of good good moments in that episode too. Or when Dwight kicks out the what was it the the grandpa Al. or the Al. uncle Uncle Al he kicks out Uncle Al because he just, what's going on and then Uncle Al has Alzheimer's. That's the nice thing is that was Michael's saving grace. I mean, it was he found Uncle Uncle Al. Oh yeah, very true. Very true. No, that's that's what I was referring to right there. Like that was such a funny, funny episode. Like he's like, how do you know the happy couple? And he's and the dude knows nothing of why he's even there. You know what I mean? Like the Celtics were. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, keep it together, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one too. That's a good one too. Mm-hmm. And then plus the general awkwardness between Jim and Pam, that whole thing, where they're watching each other the mm-hmm. whole time. And she leaves with Roy. She leaves with Roy. And like Jim's like, here's a hypothetical. I'm with Karen. Like, right. Well, you know you're not fucking happy with Karen. Like, mm-hmm. come on. We're not stupid. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, daughter. I, I had totally forgotten about Phyllis's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about it. It's great though. It is a good PNR, also Pam and Roy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's such a good concept. Like right there, how they made that connection perfectly. Like they they made it so that she followed the exact outline of the wedding down to the fucking letters on right. the Like that's that's genius right there in writing. So, yeah. And then Kelly's like, man, I would not be okay. I would kill myself. Or something. <laughs> well, that's Kelly. 
very much Scully's character. I was raped. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was going to ask, uh, Dodger, you're not alone right now, right? I was raped. <laughs> do you want to pass on do you want to ask mrs dodger any of these questions do you want to speak for her favorite moment or favorite episode Absolutely. hey miss dodger favorite episode or favorite moment the uh the company picnic is her favorite mm. she absolutely her favorite moment, I think, is at the beginning of the company picnic one, when with the with the um, with the with the pot pie, and then like the Dwight when Dwight says like the thing about the horse doctor, and um, she said her um, Jan and Dunder Mifflin like the car ride over there, and like he's like saying like his um, his uh, monetary uh, whatever what's what's that term, like when you help like helps you remember something. Uh, something device mnemonic mnemonic device mnemonic 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 sorry English dodger (laughs) sorry Um, (laughs) so like that that whole scene like she 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 likes that entire episode because it's like it's also cringy as hell like when they find out that like that Jan takes the uh, takes his um, yeah (laughs) Like uh, just that boardroom, that boardroom um, scene when like and takes his journal and um, mm. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and they go to lunch. They go to lunch. <laughs> Who's this Ryan? And they girl? find it like it's cringy because they find out. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, but uh, when they go to lunch and um, um, he's like, "Why would you bring my journal?" And she's like. She's like, oh, I know where you keep it. And he's, uh, or he's like, he's like, you don't even know where I keep it. And she's like, yeah, you keep it under my side of the bed. He's like, I don't like the bump. <laughs> no, but she likes that. She says like that's a hilarious episode, and uh, um, it's also cringy because they hear what Jan says about Michael when they're already dating. Right. It, that's tough. I'm out of sticks. I'm out of carrots. I want to fire this guy. Oh, and what David Wallace says about him for the when he was up for the promotion for corporate. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's like, come on, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that's a tough one. That that one goes a bunch of different ways. Oh, she answered best moment, best episode, and cringiest. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And she came up with that on the spot too. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think this is pretty amazing, uh, right? Uh, uh, we want to thank Miss Dodger for her contributions, and yeah. we're going to take a quick break to use the restroom and uh, refill on our beverages, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back from the break, everyone. I uh, hope you enjoyed it, and we're going to let Dodger take over the show. So, Dodger. Knock yourself out. Lead us, lead us down your path. What's up? All right. So w- what I had in mind was that we end the show at the very end with talking about the two-part episode that is Jim and Pam's wedding. Um, that's There's a lot of that tugs at the heart strings again. 
Um, there's a lot of build up to it. You can talk about your favorite moments that kind of led up to it. And obviously your favorite moments that happened in the episodes. And, um, what, what we can do is we can, uh, we can talk about some of our favorite, um, parts in Jim and Pam's relationship that lead up, leads up to the wedding. Um, but first I want to, I want to do some, some trivia and specifically for Beardo because he's the least experienced. So I kind of want to put him on the spot. All right. A question for Beardo. Yes. All right. I'm scared. I'm absolutely scared. All right, let's do this. Trivia for Beardo. I'm excited for this one. All right. First, on the night Pam got really drunk at the Dundies and kissed Jim, what did she win her Dundie for? I know this one. Come on, Beardo. Um, Come on, Beardo. You can you can phone a friend. You can phone a friend. All right, I'm gonna phone Mrs. Uppy. Oh, so she won her Dundee for the whitest Keds. Sneakers, sneakers, sneakers. Whitest sneakers. She okay. And she thanked her Keds. And she won yes. because of her Whitest kids. sneakers. Yes. yes. Okay. Bingo. Sorry. You oh, you phoned the wrong one. You can, you, know. you, can, <laughs> you can phone a friend and uh, you can phone a friend once each. You can phone me. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. It's not, I, I can't see the answers. It's, I have multiple choice in front of me. And I haven't answered them. I probably know the answer to all of them, but you can phone each one of us one time. You got to, I mean, it's going to come down to you at some point here. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> all right. Next one. You ready? Yeah. Okay. According to prison, Mike, what's the worst thing about prison? <laughs> um, what season was that? Oh, that was was that Mike? That was Michael Scott in a meeting, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. oh no, that season. That's right when people from Stanford come over. That's mm-hmm. season like three, three. four, or whatever that is. Be- yeah, because yeah, they're yeah, getting yeah. the. Bella Let's see. They're, they're and he was doing the... like all of the stereotypical mm-hmm. like and like mixing in TV stuff. Mm. Um, I think I know the answer now. I think. <laughs> no. This is a hard one. Yes. Was it? Wait, wait, wait. Was it? Was it Harry Potter? No, I don't think so. Was it Dementors? <laughs> Dementors? Yes, it's the Dementors. Okay. Yes. I remember watching. Good job. That Thank you for Good job. Thank you for that. That was another. That was one of those <laughs> that was moments good. where you're like, "What the hell? What is he doing?" <laughs> Me, prison mic to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got one. This one, this one's gonna be pretty hard. Okay. Okay. So when Ryan has his co- starts his company, Woof, they have a yeah. buyer and they're going after it for the domain. What is the buyer? Who is the buyer? What is the W U P H F? What does it stand for? Um. Is it a college? It is how, a college. It's a college. It's a college. It's a college. It's a college. How specific do I have yes. to be? It's Washington University. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Washington, it's Washington University. University. Okay. 
then I'm going to give that to myself. Do you Washington know what the University. PHF is? But the PH is for um, Washington else, University it? Public Health. Public um, Health, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the F is for. Fuck you. I don't know. Finance? <laughs> yeah. Public Health Fund. Is it fund? That one. Oh, fund. Fund. Fund, yeah. Yep. Okay. Public Health I think it's Public Health Fund. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. This one's really good. Uh-oh. <laughs> when Michael applies for a, for a uh, on, onto a dating site, what does he pick his username as? <gasps> oh, I know this. I know this. Don't, don't ask her. You already asked. I do know this one. But he already asked you. Now I've asked you again. <laughs> Come on. And I can add the proper context. It's so cringy. <laughs> Go ahead and add the context because that, that's that's a good quote right there. All right, I I don't remember this. So Uppy. So, so his username was Little Kid Lover. So they know where his heart oh. is at. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello, Peta Bear. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. All right. Um, uh, okay, here, this one's pretty easy. You should be able to get this. What is Aaron's okay. real first name? In the show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She she chose to go In by Aaron because yep, it was confusing to have the same oh. name as another character. You said I, I gave it away. No, it's okay. It's okay. Because I, I, I want to see him get a couple right here. <laughs> well, good luck. Um, <laughs> there's only like four <laughs> girls in the office. Is it the oh. same name as another girl? Okay. Yeah. Oh, is it Kelly? It's Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when Jim think, thinks Michael is eating ice cream for breakfast, what is he actually eating? Oh. Oh. This is a cringe moment for me. Really? So cringy. It's so cringy. cringy. And he continues to do it. And it's like... I don't remember this one. They're like, just stop, man. Just stop eating it. I don't remember this one. At all. I'm going to have to talk to Dodger. Dodger, what is it? Yes, it's it's mayonnaise and black yes. columns. I was going to say mayonnaise, but I thought that was too obvious. No, it was not. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't how know well how do I, I don't remember that. He's <laughs> only seen it three times. <laughs> How well do you know Toby, Birdo? Aww. I like Toby quite a bit, but I don't know how well I know him, but let's give it a go. Okay. Which country does Toby move to when he leaves his job at Dunder Mifflin? He has this. Costa Rica, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Bingo. Bingo. There we go. There we go. See, now now you have a little bit of confidence. I'm going to ask you about three more. Then I have okay. um, I have I have one that's going to lead us into our next subject. Okay. Okay. Here's yeah. one. When everyone tries to get Meredith to admit to being an alcoholic at the Moroccan <laughs> Christmas party, what is she actually yeah. addicted to? Yes. You can ask me twice. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. We'll we'll let it slide, but you got to take a couple seconds to think about it. Okay. Um, I feel like with her, it would be sex. Close. Close. That's what Mrs. Close. Dodger just said. You're close. You're on the same. You're on the right. You're in the right mindset. Oh, no, 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 no. I remember. Imagine, I remember. Imagine you're a no, teenager no, I, in a hotel in Anaheim. Yeah. What would you do? <laughs> would you do? That's got to be a story. Yeah, I don't know. No, I got it. It's it's definitely pornography. <laughs> it is. Yep. Porn. I remember that was such a great episode. I love that episode. I was what? I was watching it with my 15 year old, and we were both like shocked the whole time. <laughs> that was a good episode. Like you can't just take someone to a rehab place. <laughs> and he's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was good. No, the better part was how, like, hey, how's her alcoholism affected you? And Kevin tells a good story. <laughs> I was like, that's not the point. Like, what? It affected me. <laughs> he got tickets I, to a concert or something. Yeah, he did. I love Kevin as well. He's absolutely great. Mm-hmm. I love his chili cold open. I got another I got another quick one here. Let's sure. see. Okay. All right. When uh when Andy performs his his play the amateur production that he that he plays in, which um what what is he reenacting? Or what what play is he in? I'm sorry. Mm. I just saw this one like yesterday or the day before. Just I'm gonna get it. Just give me a moment. Same when they bust in singing, you'll remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, that's right, Sweeney Todd. Because I would remember, I was mm-hmm. thinking through the whole thing. I'm like, I've never seen that movie. Or, I've never seen the movie. I should go watch it. So it's Sweeney Todd. Yep. Yep. All right. Good one. Yep. All right. That was a good one. Good job. Here's here's the big one leading into to to the big subject to end to end the end the night here. How long had Jim and Pam been dating before he bought her engagement? Before he bought the engagement ring. I think I know. Ooh. I'm pretty sure I know. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like it. It was like a long time because that like back and forth goes on forever. But I also feel like them actually being together was probably pretty short. <clears throat> so this is um, this is from the moment that he walks in when she's giving an interview after after he interviews 
for uh, for that corporate job. It's when he comes. It's from when he comes in and asks her on a date. From that date, how long after does he buy the engagement ring? I don't remember. Uppy, I'm going to call out to you. Um, you know, I just watched the wedding episode, like, in the last week. Um, the question is, when did he buy the engagement ring? How long after they started dating did he buy the engagement ring? Immediately? I'm, I'm looking more for a more more for a quantity. It is pretty quick. I'll give you that. Um, he bought the ring a week a week after they started dating. A week. Yep, a week after a they week? started dating. Wow. When you know, you know. Okay. That is really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they had been, you know, we knew they, this was going to happen forever. Yeah, they were so in love yeah, before I that mean, moment. Yeah, they were yeah. so in love before that. They had the help of yeah. writing. It's been building since season one, yeah. so obviously it was going to be right away. I'd say, I just I, go I'd back, say, oh, go ahead, sorry. Can I just go back to Toby for a second? How terrible was it that he takes off for Costa Rica and is immediately <laughs> just injured and has to come back you know what you know what he was a writer for the show he did it to himself he was one of my favorite background characters Mm -hmm. i think he was he was my favorite background character was most he was treated so horribly (laughs) that's great oh my goodness again he did it to himself he was a writer he did it to himself Genius, though. Oh my goodness, Moses. That's a good answer. Wow, Moses. Yeah, he's up there. Okay, love the guy. He was also a writer, right? Mo- no, no, no. He wasn't intense. So I don't know the exact details. I have to listen to Office Ladies again. But I thought he was. No. no. So what happened was he was somehow a part of it, but he was in a photo with Dwight. Somewhere they they did it for a prop, and because of that, he got kind of inserted into the show. And <laughs> That's fantastic. The way he I threw, didn't know that. The way he threw the ball at Andy's head when uh, <laughs> when uh, Dwight tricked Angela into marrying him also cracks me up. Mm-hmm. I love these little s- snippets of time. What it yeah. Because Andy looks over and what the hell's going on with Angela and hammered. Yeah, I love when Jim and Pam are driving in to stay at the uh, oh. at his bed and breakfast. Well, his it's not a bed and breakfast; it's just a place where you sleep in, and they make you breakfast in the morning. And he's sprinting next to the car. Right. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That was bad. or when he was parking the cars for Andy's um, um, garden party. Garden party, and he's parking them so he can jump them with his motorbike. <laughs> or, or he drives Toby's car straight into the cornfield. Like. Is that is that in season nine? You probably, if you don't know, what we're talking the about the garden party. I think is season, season nine. nine. Yes. Yeah. 
That was funny. Okay. That, that was that, so that funny. One <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, there's some good ones. <laughs> uh, so, so on that note, going into, uh, I have a good question about Pam and Jim's marriage. Um, do you think the original plan of proposing to her at Toby's going away party would have been better than how he ultimately ends up proposing, which is at the gas station when they meet halfway, quote unquote, um, which one do you, do you think that it would have been better to, to do it at the, um, at the, uh, at, at the going away party? Um, I'll start first. Um, yeah, I think with the whole party, with the, with everything that was going on, with Toby's going away with the fireworks. Yes. Aesthetically, it would have been perfect. But I love the moment more of the fact that he just loves Pam so much that it does. The the it gets to a point when he finally does it. The aesthetics don't matter. The moment is what matters. The two people is what matters. And so I like how he ended up doing it. It's not as pretty visually, but I think the moment matters more. That he just loved her so much that on the moment he decided, "Hey, come meet me. We'll meet up." at this place and he, it, the weather is terrible and he he just does it he, he went for it when the moment was right like yeah he says fuck it and does it i love that mm-hmm. i actually agree with that because like you know for the at the engagement party it was for the optics it's for the aesthetics of it and at the gas station it was just it was real it was just real life and it was them and it wasn't just for that pretty picture. And I, I think a lot of people live their lives for those pretty pictures, but you know, you should live your lives for those moments that are real, but they're fantastic. And I think that's what that gas station scene was. It was, it was real, but it was fantastic. Side note. That scene was also the most expensive scene in the office they ever shot. Uh, he, he beat me to it. Be, I was just about <laughs> to say that. He beat me to it. Yes, because I have no internet lag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, 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 no. Mrs. Dodger told me this at the beginning when I started asking the question. She said, you should add that in. And I was like, that's a good idea. And then I was waiting and you, you beat me to the punch. That's, but that's crazy. That's the single most expensive scene in the entire show. Yes, because where they wanted to film it, I think it wouldn't work out. So they basically had to rebuild the whole thing with fake rain. And it cost like 250000 for that one shot. Oh, my goodness. Yep. That's crazy. And I'll give them credit. I mean, honestly, looking at it, because I think it says Fairview on it. I I thought being the resident Pennsylvanian here, it to me it looked like a run of the mill Pennsylvania gas station. It looked like a legit business. Pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's something I would have seen in rural Pennsylvania. I actually saw a, uh, a compilation of people finding where they did all of the different filmings. Um, mm-hmm. So they find the office, they find David Wallace's house, they find the gas station that um, Jim leaves Michael at when um, when Elaine um, locks locks Cece in the car. They oh, found uh, like Dwight Schrute's farm. They found everything, and they went to all of these different places. Oh, that's and it was so really fun. cool. 
Yeah, they're all they're all within like a ten mile. Radius I want to find the shroot farm. That would be so cool. <laughs> Too bad you're not in Pennsylvania, right? We had we had to go to Hawaii on the vacation. Beardo, how many wait, times wait. have we been to Pennsylvania? Okay, now they're all in Los Angeles. Though. I have family; <laughs> they're all in like Burbank. <laughs> but the, you know, the one thing the one thing they did do though, they were realistic. They used a lot of um, real places. Poor Richards is actual bar in Scranton. Um, so is this uh, Pizza by Alfredo's is real. They did their due diligence and research, like down to the fact that when the police department shows up because Ryan started the fire, they actually <laughs> mimicked the exact like uh, fire truck and uniforms. And so, well, yes, while it was all filmed in LA, they, they made it as Pennsylvania as they could to make it real. Brian started the fire. fire. But we, we <laughs> but we didn't hear from Beardo. Beardo, your engagement. What what, what would have been better? The, Jim's first plan or the the way it turned out? Well, I think I think I'm right in line with you guys. Um I like the way that it came out. And I think maybe it's because that's the way it happened and I can't really imagine it happening any other way. It was just so good and personal i like that it was so um personal and spur of the moment so i like i like it the way it was how about you dodger how, how do you feel yeah i think i think would mess up the uh the course of the show as 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 we know it now seeing the entire thing i think i love the fact that he just says you know what fuck it it's time you know what i mean it's time to, uh, to to go get this thing done. They miss each other at that point. Mm-hmm. They've been getting mm-hmm. in the lab. They had that episode where they were just struggling, couldn't contact oh, each other, yeah. couldn't talk to each other. And it was just like, it, it was just like, um, uh, I, I love the spur of the moment. I, I think that that shows how they're, um, how their uh, how their relationship went on to you know to to go the distance it's like it's just like it's so much passion i think that that episode of, or the scene at the gas station showed that passion yeah i love even more uh in season seven when michael's going to propose to holly and he kind of pokes fun at it like he doesn't understand like in, in everyone's moments their own like me and Uppy's moments are known. Uh, same as Beardo and Mrs. Beardo. Their moment. Although I think most of our moments occurred on the beach somewhere. I did. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, I'm not sure where uh, Dodger and Mrs. Dodger got engaged. Hopefully it was also on a beach. But, uh, you know, the whole point is, you know, it's your moment and it's perfect no matter what, you know. Yep. No. She loves me. <laughs> so, um, so let's talk wedding yeah let's let's get this let's do it which wedding Pam and Jim so a random funny moment for me was um when 
Um, Kevin set his shoes outside to be cleaned and he couldn't locate them the next morning and he went down to the front desk and um, it turns out that they destroyed them because they were so disgusting. <laughs> so <laughs> he wore sh- <laughs> di- tissue boxes <laughs> instead. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. His yep. experience summed up three of my four trips to Niagara Falls. They were all negative. Um, <laughs> how terrible! Like if if you if you feel like they need to be destroyed, just give them back. Yeah. Like what the fuck's wrong with you? Like come on. I mean, I know Buffalo is not the nicest place, but come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> now, have you seen this episode, um, Beardo? The Jim and Pam's wedding? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. So that Andy's tore his scrotum. Someone needs to take him to the hospital. And it's like, I'm pretty sure I'm drunk right now. It's like, you went out with your brothers. And I don't remember verbatim what happens, but she says, are you trying to get me off the phone? He says, no, let's talk for a long time. <laughs> so you're okay, man. <laughs> that line, again, I'm just saying there's always those one lines that get me every time and that's one of them like no let's talk for a long time all right i feel like that's something drunk lp would do i like to think that's something drunk lp would do if you were suave enough you would <laughs> yeah did you guys like the episode where they where the wedding actually takes place or the episode before it's a two-part do you like part one or part two uh I like part two. Um, well, Mrs. Uppy thinks about it. You, you know, you and I talked off air. Um, I liked them getting married on Made of the Mist. Um, that was my thing. That was, you know, we, we could probably do a top five tearjerker moments, and that'd be one of them. Yeah, uh, absolutely. As great as, I mean, there's lots to love to build up. The whole two-part thing is amazing. But if you put a gun to my head, I, I, I think I prefer when they get married on Made of the Mist to make sure it's perfect for them, not for everyone else. And as you already know, I love the build up where like right before Jim and Pam show up to the wedding chapel, they actually have a scene where like Toby's actually happy for once. And Toby is like, oh, I guess this is it for them. I don't know what's going to happen next. And also they walk through and his face just deflates. Mm. <laughs> so I would have to choose the second part when they get married. But it's a tough call mm. because there's lots of great buildups with the whole twins thing and Dwight with his whole taking meat from the horse without killing it thing. <laughs> uh, but I, I would choose the marriage part, not the buildup. Yeah, it's it's two different um, kind of you know realms that you can look at it from. It's like one of them, part one, is extremely funny. It's so funny, and it's a great comedic episode. But then, if you want to talk tearjerkers, that second episode is is perfect, spot on, um, exactly how you wanted it to happen. Like you said, they did it for them and not for uh, 
not for everybody else. And I think that was an awesome way to kind of wrap the whole, are they going to get married? Are they going to ever be together? It's like, they, they did that in a perfect way. So it's like, one is very funny. Two is very heartfelt. And the wedding kind of ties in with the engagement too. I mean, at the end of it, it's just the two of them, which is pretty much any relationship anyways. It's you and your partner. It's not everyone else. So I think the whole wedding aesthetic with taking off and pretty much getting married on Made of the Mist um, ties in greatly with the not-so-fancy but appropriate engagement as well. I was saying the, the first episode or the first part of that is actually I like that episode more but not because of the reason of them being selfish, although it is very selfish them to run off. I agree with that. It's like the hell kind of like, it's like, that's, that's, that's a little, little bizarre, but <clears throat> I just think the, the comedy in that first episode is insane. Like it, it, insane. I mean, you know, I could go into specifics with so many different scenes, but then we'll have a, you know, we'll have a quote off for another 20 minutes before we, you know, get get Mrs. Uppy's opinion. So I have to I have to somewhat agree with the 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 first half I think was um it was funny. The second half um I think it has to I think it portrays a lot of what of a lot of um couples um expectations versus reality is and um their wedding is because you know Jim and Pam had all of these ideas of what their wedding could be and they they had these rules of you know what you could and couldn't do but um what no firecrackers right um after they got married on the the boat and they come back and all of a sudden they're okay with you know everybody doing their funny dance down the aisle you know they're okay with that because they've already gotten married you know and now they're doing it for other people and I think that comes down to the difference between reality and expectations and I think it kind of changes your perspective of you know it's you know you don't need to strive per for per- perfection you know it's it's okay to do what you know is fun and makes for a great day and it doesn't have to be perfect you know what i mean that didn't answer the question at all do you prefer the first part or the second part sorry <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I think they were both great. <laughs> yes, I'm a dick. I get it. I get it. I think they were both great, and but in different <laughs> um, aspects. I should have just said that, and that was it. Wow. They were both great. I thought I was a fence. Mrs. Uppy takes my cake. <laughs> You're the ultimate fence sitter. I am. Oh, you, you broke much. that down beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's good though. I, that that was deep right there. 
Thank you. I was initially disappointed with um, episode two, but the more I looked at it, the more I realized that, you know, it was reality versus expectations. And then I appreciated it for what it was. I did too, which is why I think it was a better part of the two parts. I, I think um, you missed it. So Mrs. Um, our listeners don't know. Mrs. Huppy walked out for a second <laughs> <laughs> while I was talking, which is not a surprise. Um, I just think at the end of the day, it's, it, it's all about the two people who matters and Jim did what was best for them. And at the end of the day, that's what matters. And if that meant they could loosen up and allow them to dance down the aisle and not get irritated like I would have. Um, yeah, they're both great. There's so many comedic um, masterpieces in the first part where Jim blows it about the pregnancy in front of Meemaw and the whole twins episode. And Michael's like, no one cares about the farm, but like Isabel's all into it. I was like, I have nine and three quarters horses. <laughs> Had him pending. <laughs> Sharper Image said no. Uh, I think it was Sears that told him no. Sharper Image was considering it. Um, it all depends what you want. If you want the humor, part one is the best place for it. If you mm-hmm. are a little sappy, a little hopeless romantic, <laughs> you're going to love the marriage part of it. And I lean towards the marriage part of it mm-hmm. myself, but you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with any of the episodes, but blanket statement. For sure. I think anybody who watches the show watches it for the Pim- Jim and Pam and also for the comedic aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. It goes in tandem. Viagra yep. mm-hmm. Falls. Well, well, how about the? Did you just say Viagra Falls? Yes, like Michael Scott did before they left for the wedding. Um, how about yeah. the setup? So, something I found out recently, just yeah. in my last rewatch. Agreed. So there was an episode where Michael was ready to start dating. He wanted people. He, he was all into this chair model, right? And he said, "Set me up with somebody." In that episode, Jim joked about setting Michael up with Pam's mom. How funny is it? <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. He did. Who? What? Jim <laughs> joked with Pam about setting Michael up with Pam's mom, and Pam laughed. Fuck, I need to watch that episode again. You need to watch it like but 20 times. It took, like yeah. the, it took the 30th time for me to realize this. Jim joked about Michael dining, uh, dating uh Aline before it happened and it was not as funny to Pam when it actually did happen. Fun fact. All right. Um we are gonna wrap up for tonight. Um Dodger and Miss Dodger, any final thoughts? Anything you want to add? Anything you want to add? It's a great show. Anyone who hasn't watched it needs to watch it. Need, needs to get on in and, and, and watch a great show. And you really pay attention to, to the little to the little things that you know you might not notice. 
it really is amazing what you will find the more you watch. And I think you will still enjoy it or even more the more you go through it and the more you watch it. And um, agreed. Um, we're just going to keep adding on the more Beard Dog gets into it because once you've seen one detail, the next thing you watch, you're going to notice a different detail. And um, with that said, I do want to say, uh, Stash, if you're listening, we miss you. Very much. And on top of that, we want to thank Dodger and Miss Dodger for taking the time to join us on their vacation. Um, first and foremost, they're out there enjoying them, living their best life. And they took them the time to join this podcast and uh, hang out with us again. So thank you very much. And we want to just keep reminding you to wash your goddamn hands. Yes, please. Wear your mask. Yes, please. And please be polite to everyone. Yes, please. The people who you tend to think don't deserve a living wage, they're people you're relying on and being rude as fuck to. So just be nice. Please Absolutely. Be, be humans. Fuck yeah. Uh, wow. Mrs. Zuppie's forehead just sexually harassed her microphone. <laughs> With that said, we all wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, a good night.